microgreens for growers and consumers. I'm your host, Lisa Welsh from Vitality Farms Company. This is season one, episode nine, where we are going to discuss basil microgreens. I hope you've all had a great day or are going to have a great day and are ready to learn a few things about basil. So basil is a very common, both in commercial and home microgreen growers. Um, basil's popularity among is very popular among foodies and chefs because it adds so much intense flavor to a wide variety of food. Sweet basil is typically packed with vitamins and vital nutrients, obviously. Varieties are often named after their scents or physical characteristics. Leave of a herb range in color from dark purple to pale green and may be serrated or smooth, glossy or crinkly. Flowers grow in uh, squirrels ranging from white to purple. Basil is said to derive from the Greek, Greek word for king, basilis, and was once used to make royal unguents, perfumes, and medicines. Basil is native of India and Persia. The basil plant is sacred to both Krishna and Vishnas and cherished by all. A house surrounded by basil is considered to be a blessed house. Among the ancient Greeks, however, basil was represented hate and misfortune and thought the plant would not grow without railing and abuse at the time of sowing. There's a little bit about basil and some crazy things you probably didn't know. Um, Oh, and in Egypt, women scattered the flowers on the grave sites of loved ones. So, now you know. Basil is a common aromatic herb in the mint family. The same plant family as other nutrient-dense beneficial herbs include mint, oregano, and rosemary. The taste is sweet but savory, and just like the smell, it is peppery, yet ever so slightly minty. Basil, of course, is used to add flavor to a variety of recipes. But what may surprise you is that many benefits of basil that make it well known for its immunity enhancing properties and is one of the most important medicinal herbs known today. So wait a second. You mean is an important medicine? I don't know what is going on here, but all my research keeps telling me the same thing over and over again. That basically... All this food we consume is like medicine for our bodies. And these microgreens and these super nutrient-packed vegetables provide amazing health benefits. So, I'm so confused as to why more people aren't consuming microgreens, for one. Why almost everybody isn't planting their own microgreens, for two. And third... I don't really know what three is. 
I lost my train of thought. But all I'm saying is it's really cool to know that the product that you're either growing or that you want to consume is considered by every amount of research that you've listened to me do, that you've heard me have searched it out and found more information, indicates that microgreens are totally where our health should be at. So anyhow, we really need to stay vigilant and Honestly, the best thing we can do for people who don't know what microgreens are is educate them. So if you know someone who could want to learn or is open-minded to learning that maybe some of the knowledge that we've been given could be better used, then send them to my podcast to listen. So what are the health benefits of basil? Let's see. It contains this disease-fighting antioxidants. Yay. It's an anti-inflammatory. Yay. It fights cancer. Yay. It has antibacterial properties. Yay, yay. It has antimicrobial properties that fight viruses and infections. Whoa. It combats stress. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. It fights depression. It promotes cardiovascular health. It supports liver function and helps detoxify the body. It helps alkaline the body and improves digestion. It acts as a natural aphrodisiac. Whoa. And it protects from diabetes and metabolic syndrome. So, I mean, listen here. How many of these have we done? I don't know. We've done a few episodes where I've been breaking down each of the micros into the specific a little bit of history a little bit of information about them what their health benefits are and some real quick tips for how to grow them um again i'm trying to keep my podcast very simple informative but yet not something that i'm going to drone on for hours because honestly if i have to talk to you for like three hours to get you understand it then i clearly suck at my job and i'd like to think i don't suck at my job so i think you get the idea microgreens super healthy each one has these great health benefits each one has different benefits but wouldn't it be kind of cool to kind of combat your own health ailments by figuring out which microgreen would be best suited for you but again to start with a broad spectrum like start with your sunflower start with your broccoli um and kind of figure it out from there but anyhow um let me now get into the quick highlights about what it's like to grow basil. Basil seeds are mucilaginous, whatever, mucilaginous, whatever, but it sounds like mucus and like genonus. So that means when the seeds get wet, <laughs> they get this like gel-like substance around them and it's called a mucilage form. Again, I I'm not the most eloquently worded speaker, but I can try to convey my point. So they have this like little like, it looks like a mucus cell. Um, as such, a mucilaginous cell require a bit more care and observation than some of your other microgreens. They get really sticky with that gel. Um, most people consider them very difficult to grow. I don't necessarily find them difficult to grow. I find them difficult to maintain. So what that means is I get them ready. I put them on my mat. Oh, they also don't like the cold, so they do better in warm. 
environments or on a heating pad. And that, that mucus, that little mucus gel or whatever they call it, um, that's not the hard part. But, but basil takes a lot longer to grow. Um, so, but the good thing is you can just continue to let your basil grow. Like I grow on a biostrate felt. Most people grow in soil. If you grow on soil, it, you can get a lot of better yield. There's a lot less you have to do with things. Of course, you do need to add nutrient to the soil. But with basil, I put it on my, my felt mat and I grow it. Uh, basil takes me a little bit longer to grow than most of my normals with our 7 to 10 days. Basil's like 20. Um, many microgreens have a sh- limited shelf life, but not basil. Basil, if you want to, basil can keep growing. Because it's growing in a tray, you eventually need to cut it. But you can have basil up to 40 days before that's even necessary. So once you get your basil going really good, um, but again, if I was growing basil and I was letting it sit for 40 days, I would stop growing it on my felt mat and I would grow it in soil because I can add nutrients to my soil. And I want to make sure that my crop is the best that it can be. We sell our basil live so that our customers can decide if they want to keep growing it or what they want to do. Um, with their basil and we do sell kits with the soil so that they can do it that way most people um, who buy basil however because it's so much flavor in such a little package um, a five by five container full of basil is a lot of basil so a lot of times they'll be like that was so much I couldn't consume it all so we're working on making either smaller packaging for the basil or giving people other recipes where they can incorporate their basil. Um, and the funny thing is, like, people think, you know, like a caprese salad. Um, what do I want to put my basil on? You know, does it go, you know, where does it want to, where do you want to put it? You know, Italian, Italian. That's what everybody thinks Italian. But, you know, you can do a lot of different things with basil. And it's pretty much good in anything. So, keep that in mind. Um, and thank you again for taking a few minutes out of your day to learn about basil. Please remember, if you need more information, we have a grower's guide on our website. Or if you'd like to purchase a grow kit for our basil, you can certainly do so at vitalityfarmscompany.com. Thank you and have a great week. 